San Francisco Community Radio, now in the house till 4 a.m. on the FM frequencies, always streaming at kxsf.fm. Thanks for tuning in.
amor, no es amor. Amor 
Jerusalem is proud to underwrite KXSF 102.5 FM, a small family-owned Mediterranean restaurant with a beautiful heated outdoor patio. 16 years in the heart of the mission, their West Bank cuisine is a traditional spread of Middle Eastern delights. Order online at www.oldjerusalem.co or come visit at 2966 Mission Street at 26th, two blocks from 24th Street Bart in San Francisco. Indeed, thank you, Old Jerusalem. Thank you all for uh, tuning in to KXSFLP San Francisco, 102.5 FM. Going to uh, take a second, and uh, we will be back with our poet of the, of the, of the month, of the year. And uh, Soledad Concarne is in the waiting room, and I'm going to play one of her tracks, and we'll talk about that. How about uh, horror in el hypermercado Alaska y con las pegamoides, I believe. And uh, that is, the, well, we'll talk about it in a minute. But uh, here we go with this, these guys. Indeed, that was, uh, I don't know how to say it, Alaska Ilos Pegamoedas. And uh, in the background now, from their their big hits, their grand exitos, uh, Bayando, but uh, we heard horror in El Hypermercado. You know, it is a horror sometimes in those big supermarkets, big box stores. 
And we're honored and blessed and having a, having excited to hear. Excited to hear uh, from poet Soledad Concarne, a co-editor of Acid Verse, a uh, unofficial, though I don't know about unofficial, but certainly called the Poet Laureate of the San Fernando Valley, now repping La Mission in the, in the San Francisco, and a zine maestra, a, a, accomplished poet, an amazing artist. Uh, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Thanks hey. <laughs> for the intro. You're welcome. It was uh, it, it was uh, fun to hear your stuff. I've I've heard it a couple times, mostly online, um, mm-hmm. and and you know, reading in the window at um, at uh, Medicine for Nightmares and other spots. Um, tell me a little bit though. I got to know about this band. This is new to me. You're doing the first edition of the Poets Playlist, Alaska. Uh, tell me about why you chose this tune. It was a lot of fun. I, I dug into them and hadn't heard them before. No, yeah, they're really cool. Um, honestly, I when I was looking for songs for the show tonight, I was just like, what is like the weirdest, most random thing that I could try to find for uh, to play on the radio that probably doesn't get played on the radio? And I like just had my music on shuffle and it popped up. And it's just, I don't know, it's like this weird Spanish, like 80s new wavy thing. And I just, I don't know, they're fun to listen to. That's literally all it was, just because I thought it would be funny to have it on the radio. It's uh, great. Um, yeah, you know, I play uh, some, some, I try to find some weird music myself. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, did you, did so this was just on your shuffle? Had you listened to them before? How did you get turned on to, you know, Spanish kind of early new wave from the 80s? Um, well, I try to listen to as much like um, just kind of uh, Spanish music, preferably from like Mexico, just because, you know, I'm Chicano and like just trying to connect with like, a more alternative side of like uh you know uh the cultures that are out there because like you get the obvious like you know mariachi and rancheras and shit like that mm-hmm. or start oh my gosh yeah <laughs> i okay. forgot about the radio there. <laughs> <laughs> i forgot i had to i had to be conscious of that um that's okay I was literally you, you get one and then we'll okay. uh, and then we'll then we'll then we'll beep you or something i don't know what we'll do i'll be better with it um <laughs> no yeah but like it's just having an interest in like um the Spanish side of like these, like big, like these scenes that were so big in like Western and American culture specifically, like with the like 80s stuff. And um, I don't know, it's just interesting, like seeing uh, those things reflected in like uh, places like across the border where like you don't typically think that like, like it, it's just not the the stereotype or whatever, I guess is the way I'm putting it. I don't know if I'm phrasing this stuff yeah. well, but yeah, um, no, it's just an interest in it. Because, like, my mom was totally, like, a new waver and stuff. Like, she literally dressed like Boy George and stuff, like, back in the day. And so, like, just kind of... It, it's just seeing that, like, um, people from my culture also having an interest in these things and how, like, it's also a big, like, shaper in, like, who we are and what we do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just that kind of development, especially because I come from, like, a punk background and stuff. So it's, like, already going into that counterculture side. Um, but seeing like it with a brown face, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. it's very cool that, I mean, I sort of digging into this band that, uh, you know, well, also some other bands in that era, you know, right after Franco was coming, there was a whole lot of like punk against resistance, uh, punk resistance and, and yeah. sort of this explosion post Franco when he finally died and, you know, in Spain and then, you know, 
you get people like this who now are doing these amazing LGBTQ anthems, you know, apparently, mm -hmm. which, you know, you could play one later maybe from them. But uh, they're still, they're, well, I think their last album was a little while ago. So you grew up in the in the San Fernando Valley, and that was, and you were a first a first generation like in America, or did your mom? No, come? yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, I'm first gen. Both of my parents immigrated like back in the '80s and stuff. Like they were kids, and um, my dad's family ended up in East LA, but my mom's side uh, ended up in the Valley, and that's where we like stayed. Mm. Um, yeah, there's still generations of us down there. I just happened to be here at this time. So how was that coming up and trying to be an artist and, and sort of coming into your own creative flow and potential there in, in, in San Fernando Valley in the 818? Uh, I mean, it's pretty messy, like um, just because of how close we are to like, you know, Hollywood and the whole like creative industry in general. Um, so like you get a lot of like people that like come in like that are trying to find their whole like Hollywood dream or whatever. And then you get the rest of us that are like actually homegrown or like our parents like immigrated there and stuff. And like, just trying to find our own creative voices outside of like, what's the stereotype in LA. Right. Um, so it, it, it gets messy, but like, it's been like it, I think that helps. Cause like you kind of see what everybody's expecting and you're just like nah I don't want to do that I'm gonna be weird and make something like completely different and like represent because like just the way the valley is it's like uh you get your LA influences but then like it's this weird uh like suburban utopia type of thing that like people don't really like recognize as like um just a force in general I guess um just because of like the, the again like back to stereotypes like just um i talk about this stuff all the time but i don't know why it's like hard to come out right now but like it, it's just like a it's like this weird like uh it's the melting pot it's the melting pot of like a million different like cultures in the urban suburbia and then like just all kind of coming together and like when you come from a place of like i'm actually from here versus like i came here to like follow a specific dream like it just it 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 breeds a, a whole like different type of like creativity i would say like a lot of the creatives down there are, like are doing like all these really like crazy amazing things um like in terms of like hip-hop and poetry and punk and stuff and like uh it's just interesting i uh and it was definitely like a mission to try to find a voice out of it yeah. just because of how much is there so, uh, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, no, totally it does. I mean, you know, so so punk became that for you? You were part of the punk scene and doing lots of DIY stuff, sounds like? Yeah, yeah. Um, I came out through the, the San Fernando punk scene, like, back in, like, I, I started going to shows and stuff when I was, like, 13 or 14. Uh, I think that was, like, in, like, 2013, 2014, um, I think I don't even know but uh yeah uh the because the thing with the valley is that like it's we literally every bar there is a dive bar like it's not the like kind of place where we have like big venues like if you wanted a big venue like the whiskey or like the Roxy or something obviously you have to go to LA but like with us like we had small things like the Cobalt Cafe which closed down a couple years ago and like it was like just very limited spots that like would allow us to like play or like do anything so a majority of the time we had to create our own spaces which we still kind of do because the shutdown wiped out like a lot of our venues mm. um so a lot of it does come out of like 
people's living rooms or backyards and stuff. Sometimes at the park, you just post up there. Well, I I have read some stuff from from down there and um uh, and some various websites and stuff you've published, self published. Um, maybe maybe you do a, a poem for us about about the valley or what it means or you know something like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you mentioned the valley on my mind uh, earlier when we were talking, so I'll, I'll read that one. Okay. And this is uh, again we're talking with uh, Saladad Concarne, a poet, and this is Valley on My Mind. The heart of the valley beats in panorama, cycling between third world and developed nation, rebirth consistent with the phoenix wing, insistent like a gaslighter. My valley, my first love, my nuanced heartache. The movie star now living in the gutter, the virgin on every street corner. Graffiti exhibits in alleyways and overpasses, tent cities and white yogis posted in Sepulveda Park, new skaters and old homies take shifts in the tennis courts. Mi valle, mi sueño, mi tumba eterna. The stench of the recycle center, warring with the taco and pupusa stands lining the sidewalks. Men of all ages calling to me from both sides of the streets, from when I was 12 to 23. Speaking through body language, because Spanish feels like glue in my mouth. English feels like sticks and stones, cracking against my teeth, puncturing my throat, puncturing my words with a distinct syntax that only speaks to those stuck between borderlines, between genders, between timelines. And in the midst of time and space, I have to live my life stuck in a place that is stuck in between success and death. Celebrity fantasy, a poor class reality, and a golden state of fallacy, my wants and dreams surpass the corporeal, all ascend into what it means to be eternal. I've conquered self and doubt, I've conquered what it is to hate what comes into your mouth. Limerence blinds rationality, almost abandoned what should have been the last straw. I inherited the valley after he left, was cast out. False prophet, self-proclaimed king of the scene, gone. The valley is mine. The valley is the universe, and it is mine. Thank you. That's great. I really love that one. And when I when I saw it, actually, I think I just pulled that up off the web. I'm not sure I've heard that before. And and it's really such a great evocation of of sort of the you know the ambivalent stuff that we we have with the places that we we end up or that we claim. Um, how was it? You know, sort of you you talk about being between gender. How was it sort of being queer there and growing up into that 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 place? Um. It's like, it gets pretty complicated because I mean, like, there's like, obviously, like, my mom was super accepting of like, me and like everything that I do, um, and am and stuff like she's always kind of figured that I was a little different. Mm. But um, like, in terms of like, it, like the valley as a whole, you know, California gets this reputation as being like this, like, mega liberal, like, safe haven for people, but the valley is pretty conservative. Yeah in like a lot of places like that's kind of like uh like I've talked about this with a couple people just kind of how like you go on like grinder or something and like people are so like deep in the closet even though we're like our proximity to like Hollywood and stuff where like it's supposed to be like this queer haven or something but like there's so many people that are stuck in that space and with like me personally um it took me a while to like come to terms with like you know these ideas of gender and how I fit into it and like 
my own rejection of it. And I think like punk had a lot to do with that because it's already like this whole um, rejection of what like the norms are in our society in general. So like being able to like, you know, find punk and like see like more like genderqueer people like, uh, you know, Vaginal Davis mm-hmm. or something um, where like you get to explore and see like, oh, hey, uh, I can just do and be whatever I want. It doesn't really necessarily have to have all these labels that people are talking about. And um, it's just, that's just how I came to it. Like, just kind of like, I'm glad that I had that punk influence because that's what helped me. If I didn't, I don't know, it probably would have been like a more difficult thing, but mm-hmm. like, I don't know with the Valley. It's, it's like I said earlier, it's a, it's, it's a messy place. So mm-hmm. like, it just kind of comes into like, who you're lucky enough to fall in with versus like, you know, everything else that's around you. So, um, but you're living up here now, repping, repping the 415 as well as the 818. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, so tell I me a little bit about that. I still refuse to say hella. Oh, come on. You get no, there. No, I'm not going to say it. No, nah. I'm like actively fighting it. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. You don't have to do that. Um, Brilliant. But um, so what brought you up? I mean, is, is was it? Yeah. Tell me a little bit about coming to the Bay and and maybe how that is different for you creatively or, you know, seems like seems like the, the 818 in the San Fernando Valley is both a place that provokes, but also is, you know, inspirational, too. No, yeah. Um, well, like what brought me to the Bay was literally the poetry. Um, you know, I met the Medicine for Nightmares crew. Uh, down in LA, I met um, Hector, son of Hector, uh, who's a great poet. He's originally from Long Beach, but that falls up in Oakland now. Mm-hmm. Um, I met him at a poetry reading, and then he told me about speaking Ashla, where I met Josiah, and uh, you know, just getting to know those people more and seeing the poetry that's coming out of the mission, um, you know, it, it inspired me to come up and like check it out, pretty much because it's just like I've been all over LA, I've been all over the valley. I want to see what else is going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just just kind of like a change in pace and like with my connection to the valley because um, I, I do try to explore that in my poetry like not trying to like just call it like this you know beautiful place that's so amazing and everybody needs to go there but it's also like like I mentioned in my poem like it's it's a tomb like it's my eternal tomb like that's where like I feel like it, it's all the negatives and positives of any place are there and like that's just the reality I have. So like living up here now and being so far from it and far from like all the people that I'm used to, um, it's it's given me the opportunity to look at the Valley through a different lens mm. uh, and like also expand from that um, because I am, pre- I, I'm, I'm a pretty big poet of place. Like that's a, that's a big like part of what I write about. Um, so being so far from the source material, uh, it just kind of gives me like a different perspective in terms of like, you know, what are the like the the big differences and what am I actually like what did I leave behind and what am I gaining here yeah. and like how is that comparable and how can I bring things home and how can I bring home here yeah. at the same time to kind of like merge worlds do you feel like you're starting to write from this place now uh I I have been in terms of like like the first poem I wrote when I moved out here was like a month in and I kind of wrote about how much I hated it here, <laughs> but it, it, to be fair, it was raining for like a month straight and I was just stuck in the house and like, 
just feeling homesick but like no there are like because I'm 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 specifically in Oakland right now and like I already felt like a connection with Oakland when I would come up to the bay to visit uh, like friends and stuff that's why I moved to Oakland specifically not San Francisco mm-hmm. but um okay so you know there's five one really yeah. we're up in something i don't even know but um yeah uh, i i've been trying to find a like just a way to write from this place not like just as like an outsider looking in but trying to find like what someone from here sees as beautiful about this place because that's how i try to look at the valley because like anybody driving through they'd be like you know oh it's just you know trees and houses trees and houses but like it's trying to find those little like bits that like you notice like I like I'm a public transit person so like it's just kind of like sitting back and watching the scenery versus kind of like just looking at it from a distance as being like and eh, like baseline opinion like oh this place sucks oh this place is good you know what I mean like yeah. it's it's I'm trying to look at it with the lens of like you know what's really deeper here that I can like take away and like show other people and be like hey you know here's this thing and I think it's beautiful (laughs) you should look at it too right on well maybe that's a good that's a good intro for some poem about this place maybe that maybe the first one I don't know whatever you want to read what's next yeah Um, tell me the name too so I can make sure the public knows here uh okay so the only poem that I have like uh pulled up about the bay specifically that first poem that i wrote um because everything else is still like a draft but um it's called when you move to the bay and we're disappointed for a while but tbh is okay now i I sleep in this stupid thing eight feet in the air i miss my old springy bed frame this thing costs 400 bucks that's my mom's rent in a month rickety and white like my new neighbors I'm up so high, my dreams crash against the ceiling and float like balloons, a kiddo accidentally liberated at the Mercado off Lynn Street. In LA, Mexicans grow like marigolds to the concrete. I only know like three Mexicans in the whole bay. One of them is me. Oakland's got me feeling like Zapata. Oakland's got me feeling like Chente. Oakland's got me feeling like Frida in her loosely fit Zapotec dresses. When I say LA, I mean the San Fernando Valley. When I say the Valley, I mean Panorama City. People like to say they're from LA to feel a little relevant. They're really from the SGV. I only say I'm from LA because people don't know my valley. My park, my liquor, my mercado, my bus stop, my bus route, my bus seat, my plaza, my mall, my cross streets, my Willis, my Parthenia, my Van Nuys. A trip to the Bay is a shift in timelines. The world ends past North North Hollywood. There's only empty space past Chatsworth. My universe is a bowl between mountains. My heart beats at the center in Panorama. Thank you. That's wonderful. I I love that feeling because that's that that whole thing of like sorting it out and and feeling isolated, but still, you know, checking what's there, you know, beautiful. Yeah. I do need to start writing more appreciation poems, though. I'm working (laughs) on it. You know, it's 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 an important thing to to write from where you're at, and that's emotional, yeah, as well, right? It's like you know, that's supporting supporting that uh, that process of of whatever that is. But yeah, um, yeah, 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 beautiful work. I mean, I've really enjoyed that. Um, what I've heard, and um, part of your art is also 
um, supporting other writers? I mean, it seems like a big part of what you've done, bringing folks from the 818 up here, as well as all that zine work that you've done and, and visual art. Talk to me about that a little bit, and and then maybe we'll take another tra- another track. For sure. Um, no, yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big believer in, like, um, if I'm eating, I want you to eat, too type of thing you know like I want to take my people with me and like there's so many amazing like artists in the valley that like I really love and appreciate and have grown up with and um just being able to like bring them to these other spaces that I found where I found so much love and support and like being able to like give them that love and support where they can also build community like um not just like the A18 poets that came through for speaking Ashlet, um, Isel Borges and Stephanie Says and Jennifer Baptiste, like they're all like amazing poets from the A18. But then like uh like a week or two before that, um, one of my homies bands, Protect Me, um, they came out to uh, Medicine for like a super last minute show, but like they got right. to share the space and see the space and then like they really loved it and they also want to come back and like bring other like valley uh musicians with them. And like, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to build this bridge and this connection because like, um, I just feel like it's important for us to not only like, you know, we have the Valley, we have LA, but like, there's so many other places that like, I love and appreciate and I want that like to be shared. And um, yeah, so like, it's just important to me like to bring these people with me because like, uh, you know, I believe in what they're doing and like, I feel like it's something that like should be experienced by a lot of people. And then in this way, we can all like keep building these bridges and supporting each other. Um, I forgot the rest of the question, but well, I, was, like, I, yeah. I mean, I've seen and, and, and heard tell and, and about uh, all your zine work and some really, oh, yeah, really, really, really fundamental part of your artistic practice. Talk to me about that a little bit and right. how that was, how that came about and, and, you know, how you see that in your, in your process. Yeah, with the zines, I didn't really think about like self-publishing at all until uh, I started getting asked to do more readings. And then someone um, I was acquaintances with was like, you need to make zines so you can sell something so you can actually like make some money off of doing all these things. Excellent. And um, good advice. Yeah. And I like didn't really know how to start it because I was like, I don't know how to put like a big concrete idea together. Like, um, but you know, I, I, I gave it an effort and I was able, like, I have these three zines right now um, that uh, are kind of like a printed for order type of thing. Um, it's haikus for the disembodied foo, bubblegum poetics and bus thoughts. And they're just like uh, mixtures of like some of my personal like visual art stuff that like, cause I come from like a Dada background. So like, that's just kind of like, it's just like this weird, like cluster of, images that I think are interesting just because uh I don't know I like things that look cool I don't really make visual art for meaning but um Mm -hmm. with the poetry like uh it it gets difficult to try to like to to decide that something's ready and when it comes to something that like I'm making myself it's like these things are constantly going under an editing process um so they're always changing but like uh with the zines like they're they're just fun you know like i i kind of wish i was coming from like a a place of like you know the original like zine where it's like oh you get some politics in there you get this on the other but like now i'm just like "Eh, i just i I just need to get these out i need to get them done and i'll i'll make something meaningful eventually and meaningful my mind anyways like these things are kind of just they're they're fun little art projects to me but people seem to like them 
That's great. How do how do people uh, check out your work and and maybe if they're interested, how do we contact you and and perhaps purchase them and support the struggling poet out there? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, Radio <laughs> Land. <laughs> I I need the money, please. Um, I just have an Instagram. It's just Soledad con carne. Um, like I have a Twitter too, and it's the same handle. But like most of my like posts and stuff about readings and my zines are off of my Instagram and like, it's just kind of like DM me if you want one. Um, cause like, uh, I'm just lazy about printing them. I'll get them done. If somebody orders them, then I'll, I'll put it together. Excellent. Tell me a little bit. Uh, so, um, you're also doing a, a, a workshop coming up, right? Oh yeah. I got a workshop coming up, uh, at medicine for nightmares on May 20th and the 21st. It's a zine making workshop. Uh, essentially what it's going to be is like, you know, there's going to be a little bit of history about zine making and stuff, but like the majority of it is going to be like how to put a zine together and like kind of get an idea going. Um, and it's not, it's, you know, it's going to be a little discussion based, but there's going to be like actual materials. So like we can sit down as a group and create together and like, going to be teaching like how to bind the zines with like string and like it, it's it's going to be like it, it's essentially more of a like hey let's sit down and make stuff together thing like nice. it's a space for that and like getting ideas out but um yeah there's just there's going to be a little talk of like you know structuring them and then like self-publishing and like how to get them out there in terms of like you know consignment and stuff like that so like it, it's a two-day workshop um it's free Huh? Uh, and it's on Medicine for Nightmares. So, yeah, it'll Great. be cool. And May, you said May 20th and 21st, is that right? Yeah. yeah. So check that out. You can also check it out at medicineforniteamares.org. Is that? I think that's the Com. website. <laughs> Dot com. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, really um, wonderful work and excited to, to hear that. So um, let me, let's let's play one of your songs. For sure. What 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 next? I mean, you there. I love the gets, of course. They were such, and you know, Mia Zapata was an amazing artist. Long, too soon mm -hmm. passed, right? But some of the other stuff you decided to to pick, like this wild South Korean group. <laughs> tell me, tell me about the. I don't know. You choose now. You you gave me four great tracks, and uh, yeah. what should we play now at this juncture? Uh. We could play Mookie Mookie Men Mansu. That would be cool. Um, they're like that. They literally only have that 2012 album, but it's so good and it's so weird. It's like this just acoustic no wave thing. And I found it randomly on Spotify and I was like, this is the best thing ever. And I like, it's, I suggest like everybody listens to it. Like I send it to like a million people like all the time. But like, it, it's, it's such a weird album, but it's so good. It is wild. And I, 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 you know, I, I usually, if people give me stuff like this, I do a little digging and I found that in fact, um, the, the stuff that they're singing in, in, in Korean is also sounding very, very much like some Norwegian. And apparently there's this like highly popular meme that people made of that song, uh, Andromeda, because it sounds exactly like people singing random words about baked food, baked products. That's so cool. Did That's you know? Funny. I, no, I, didn't I was know I that. was wondering if you were like you know this whole thing about language and and interchangeability and meaning. I somehow I thought well maybe you were like on about that, but it's no, I didn't look into like because I I don't speak Korean. I don't know what the heck <laughs> like what the heck they're saying. I just know I like how it sounds. Like I try to make an effort to listen to music from like a bunch of different cultures and like languages mm -hmm. and stuff, just because I feel like it's so limiting to like only stick to like 
oh, I'm going to only listen to music in English. I'm going to listen to music in Spanish. Like, I'm going to listen to everything. Like, oh, there's even this other band that I wanted to have y'all play, but, like, I picked these songs instead. You can um, get five. It's okay. For sure. Okay. We're going <laughs> to listen to Radioactive Sago Project later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Send that to me in the chat, and I'll look it up. For sure, for sure. Um, so let's play this. This is Andromeda. I have no idea either. I don't speak Korean how to say it in Korean. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, amazing, wild, and uh, this is them. And we'll be right back with Soledad con Carne, and this is the Frequency Uplift on KXSFLP San Francisco, one of 2.5 FM. And we'll be back with another poem, I promise. Here we go. These guys. Andromeda.
Yes, indeed. And that was, of course, the Gitz and Mia Zapata absinthe from Frenching the Bully back in 2003 on Broken Records. And uh, we heard before that, of course, how could you not know Muki Muki Man Man Su from South Korea and Andromeda. Uh, and we're honored to have Soledad Concarne in the house co-editor of Acid Verse, unofficial poet laureate of the San Fernando Valley, now repping the 510 and maybe the 415. But I want to tell you a little something before we go back to that, and that KXSF is going to present the Avengers and Wine Lips with Poncho and the Wizards at, uh, at the rickshaw stop on Wednesday the 24th, an all-ages show at 8, 8 p.m. So, you know, support community radio. Come out and uh, drop a few bucks and... Uh, I can't we can't tell you really how much it is, but it's it's not that expensive. So come along and see, you know, classic OG punkers, the Avengers. I'm old enough to have pogoed to the Avengers and Wine Lips there at the rickshaw stop on the 24th. And uh, hey, Soledad, tell me a little bit about the Gits. You there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Uh, the Gits, well, uh, Seattle punk band. Um, I just. The majority I know about them is that, like, you know, they, their front woman, Mia Zapata, you know, she's a uh, Chicana, and, like, that's just kind of what really drew me to them in the first place. Uh, you know, uh, I mentioned a little bit earlier while we were talking during the thing or whatever, um, however radio works. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how I was just looking for female-fronted punk. Like, I was going through, like, my, um, you know... My my first punk band was the Ramones, and then you try to get into it more, and then I got introduced to, like, Riot Girl, Bikini Kill, and Bratmobile and stuff, and just kind of trying to find more, like, people of color, especially, like, Chicanos, and then, like, you get introduced to the bags, and then I found the Gits and, like, Nia Zapata and their whole, like, you know, kind of uh, jazzy type of, like, uh, vibe and stuff, so their music, it just kind of really, like, spoke to me, and just, uh, you know, Absence is just such a dope track, like, um, I'm not really sure how what to say about it. I'm really bad at talking about music, but like it just it's one of my favorite tracks and like the gits are one of my favorite bands. Yeah, it's a great track and, and that that one in particular is such an amazing album. So I was I was really yeah, excited. Yeah, really good. Ah, so uh, yeah, so good. And I was really excited to play that. I haven't you know, I, this show I I tend not to play that much punk, but I do I do love it and I came from that that place as well. So um yeah, so um, the punk scene—it was such a such a a benefit. And how have you found sort of connecting with, I don't know, the punk, the artistic scene here in the up in the north um, versus the San Fernando Valley? I've been trying to find it. Like, uh, I've been to a couple shows out in Oakland, like um, at Stagold's Deli, I think is what it's called. Uh, that place is pretty cool. I've been to some like grind shows there. Uh, I I actually went to that Bart show. Um, oh yeah. That's yeah, legend, there. man. All right. <laughs> I was there. I didn't think anybody was going to go to that because, like, I, I had a homie back in L.A. once try to do that. And nobody went to uh, a show on the red line. So, like, well, nobody it was, went. Like, That's nobody horrible. went. Yeah. And, like, um, so when I, I, like, had just moved and then I heard about it and I was like, okay, I'll check it out. I'll go, like, it'll probably just be me and, like, a few people and then the bands and then I'll talk to the bands and stuff. But that, it was packed. It was, like, three cars full. Uh. And after that, that's when I knew that Bay Area punk was like crazy. Like y'all go hard, because uh, I don't know. I've been to a, I did a few. I've been to a few other. I think um, 
what is that band called? It's Surprise Privilege. I've been to a few more of their shows, and they go, they're pretty wild. Um, but, like, like, like yeah, uh, I think Bay Area Punk, it, it's, there's a different heart to it. Like, uh, obviously, I love the SFV and LA Punk, but, like, Bay Area, I, I, there's, like, no Fs given with, like, anything, like, I don't, it, it's pretty insane. Yeah. Um, it makes me wish that we were doing stuff like that in the Valley, but, like, the, the difference with it is, is that, like, I guess the Valley already kind of does a lot of, like, you know, just, like, random out in public stuff, so it feels so normal. But over here, it feels like the wildest thing. I don't know why. Like, because, um, like, uh, we've done stuff, like, at parks and, like, all this, that, and the other, because that's what we have available. But, like, here, I don't know. It's, it's a different vibe. And it's just, it's it's funny how, like, people start chanting uh, real Bay-ish, <laughs> like, yeah. throughout the show. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, that's fun. Yeah. Have- yeah, but no, the bass seems pretty, like, it, it's cool. Like, there's a different heart to it that I really appreciate. And it's, like, interesting to witness at the same time. Excellent. Well, um, could you bless us and honor us with yet another poem? Do you have one ready? For sure. Ready? For sure. What's this one called? Uh, let's see. I had a couple pulled up. Um, I guess I'll read this one. Should I put the name in the chat? or? Uh, no, just tell, tell okay. me. I'll... Just say it. Okay. Yeah, just say it. Uh, how much can I get away with and still get to heaven? Galaxies are born from the sweat off my brow. Nebulas are born from the sweat off my lip. Starlight juxtaposes the darkness of space. Hold each other as yin and yang. I collect stars in a wooden box in my closet. Sunbeams mix with the coins in my pocket. Safety pin the fabric of reality together. With a laugh at my effort, Quetzalcoatl says, what existence isn't peculiar. A Fibonacci number can predict the stripes of the tiger. So how do you balance the sin from the sinner? Blessings from a heretic, when a good deed is for the man, not the reward. When a loving hand is for the collective, not the mercy of the soul. I wonder about my gluttony and my greed as I freed from my horde of dead poets on dead pages. My sloth, a depressive daze, buried in filth and regretful days. With lust, is it too much to have a memory jerk me off? The envy that shines from a crocodile smile, the pride behind an alcoholic's denial, wrath at a supremacist system that guns some kids down, locks the others in cages. My soul is not at his mercy. If heaven is a paradise above the stars, then purgatory is the depths of space. Is it so bad to want to exist in a moonbeam for eternity? If I existed as a constellation, are my sins sketched out in the starlight with me? Santa Muerte takes me down interplanetary paths, guides me through interstellar lands, sets out a blanket for my place between Gemini and Lynx, kisses me goodbye on both cheeks. Thank you. That was great. That was Soledad Concarne. How much can I get away with and still get to heaven? Yeah. I loved that title. That And what a great poem. I mean, yeah. So is that part of, are you kind of trying to build a, a collection now? I know you've, you're doing some zine publishing and, and, and all of that. Are you kind of curating and sort of in, the, in that mode of trying to put stuff together for, for other publishing? No, yeah. I'm working on a manuscript for a chapbook right now. And it's going to be like East, uh, centered on the San Fernando Valley and stuff. It's just... Man, 
putting that stuff together is hard. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just trying to figure out the order of it. Cause I'm trying to tell, like, just to figure out the flow and how the storytelling goes with it and stuff, um, which has been difficult. But, uh, you know, I've had a couple people give me tips and then some other poets that said they'd look it over for me. So it's just about me sitting down and, like, organizing it. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I, I have... I have the majority of the poems for one manuscript for a chapbook, and then I'm simultaneously working on another one that's more inspired about, like, my time here. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, these two things that are happening at the same time. Um, but, yeah, it's it's just about, like, getting it organized, really. Yeah, um, yeah it's, a hard, it's a hard process. I mean, it's really yeah. a cr really creative process as well. I mean, even on, on some level on par with, with writing and creating the stuff as well, I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, do you want to introduce another, uh, another track here and tell us what it's about? We for got sure. For, um, for, for you anyway, you know. No, yeah. Uh, we can go into that, that Filipino band I was talking about because I feel like, um, the Arthur Russell song could be like the ending. Um, Sounds good. But yeah. Um, so this next one, it's, uh. Gustoko Nang Baboy by Radioactive Sago Project. Uh, they're a band from the Philippines. They're more active in the 90s. Um, they're like a jazz, punk, metal, fusion band uh, with spoken word lyrics, both in English and Tagalog. And they're like super dope. Um, the lead person, Lorde Vera, is actually a published poet as well, but all his stuff is in Tagalog, so I've never read it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're, you know, a great band. Uh, and uh yeah i don't know what else to say about them they're one of my favorite bands great so this is the radioactive psycho project probably a first at least on my show for sure and this is uh gusto ko ng baboy i'm hoping did i do that all right <laughs> i think you did fine <laughs> ah, thank you. all right here it goes Radioactive projects in the house. Let's go, baby. We're gonna bring it down. Come on, come on. Eto na pare. Gusto mo ng baboy. Bata pa lang ako, mahilig na talaga ako sa baboy. Lagi ako nagpapabili sa nanay ko ng baboy. Sabi ko, maibili mo ako ng baboy. Yung cute, yung pink, yung maliit, yung may ribbon sa liig. Sabi ng nanay ko, bakit mo gusto magpabili ng baboy, anak? Sabi ko, dadalhin ko sa eskwela kasi nai, lahat ng tao mahilig sa baboy. Mali mo pag nakita ng mga teachers ko yung baboy, matuwa sila kasi gusto nila ng baboy. Baka bigyan pa ako ng mataas na grado. Nung sabi ng nanay ko, hindi mo pwedeng dalhin ang baboy sa eskwela, anak. Baka magkalat lang yan doon. Sabi ko, nai, hindi mo ako naiintindihan. Buo ang loob ko, dadalhin ko sa eskwela. Kaya gusto ko ng baboy. Gusto ko ng baboy. Gusto ko ng ba, ba, baboy. 
pare Gusto ko, gusto ko ng baboy Gusto ko ng baboy Gusto ko ng ba, ba Baboy man yeah. Nung lumaki na ako, hindi pa rin nawala yung ilig ko sa baboy Lagi ako nagtatrabaho para makabili ng baboy Minsan nga nagagalit na sa akin yung asawa ko Dahil puro baboy, baboy, baboy na lang daw nasa uta ko Sabi niya, walang hiya ka, puro ka na lang baboy, baboy, baboy Ang payat-payat mo naman Sabi ko, walang hiya ka rin Hindi mo ako naintindihan Baboy ang kailangan ng katawan ko Baboy ang kailangan ng katawan mo Baboy ang kailangan ng katawan nating lahat Hindi mo ba alam ang nagpapatakbo ng mundo ay baboy, baboy, baboy Hindi mo ba alam, Diyos mo ay baboy Baboy, tama Diyos natin ang baboy Kaya gusto ko ng baboy Gusto ko ng baboy Gusto ko ng ba, ba Baboy pare, gusto ko, gusto ko ng baboy Gusto gusto ko ng baboy Gusto ko ng ba KXSFLP San Francisco. It is a little best. Uh, it's 11.02 and you're listening to Radioactive Psycho Project. Back to that and back to Soledad Con Carne very soon. Ayoko na ng baboy 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 Ayoko na ng baboy
Well, that was an abrupt stylistic change. I'm going to take a second here to to do some props for our underwriters. And uh, that was, of course, the Radioactive Saigo Project out of the Philippines. Gusto ko baboy. And, yeah, believe it, I'm going to be looking into these guys more. And we'll be back soon with Soledad Concarne. And this is... Uh, this is some thanks and gratitude for a uh, an underwriter. Got to do it. Here we go. Support for KXSF comes from Open Mind Music, a haven for record lovers since 1994. Henry at Open Mind believes music soothes the soul, inspires change, and makes us move. Find a wide variety from ABBA to Zappa, funk to punk, bebop to hip-hop, including new and used LPs, vintage turntables, local art, and your chance to meet Roxy the Doxy. Come find your groove in record time at Open Mind Music, 5521 College Avenue near Rockridge Bart in Oakland. Well, thank you, Open Mind Music, and thank you all for tuning in to KXSF LP San Francisco again. It is uh, 11.04 now, and we, we just made that under the wire. Um, I'm going to pause this thing and bring back our poet. Our, what, what Sunday is it? Is this, the, this is the first Sunday of the month. Often we do this on the second Sunday, so we're doing it on the first this month. Our poet of the month. Soledad Concarne, uh, credible uh, versifier and co-editor of Acid Verse, the unofficial poet laureate, or perhaps the official by now, who knows, of the, San, the poet laureate of the San Fernando Valley, repping La Mission and Oakland and a zine maestra. Thanks for coming through and showing me some cool music. Yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, no, I'm definitely going to look into to a little deeper to those folks, but... Um, you were saying to me that there's a, like there's a lot of poetry going on in the Bay. Of course, we're you know not to mm-hmm. not to not to you know be too hard about, but we, you know we're pretty great about poetry up here too. And um, so you you said there was some other stuff you wanted to talk about in terms of poetry coming up, and uh, tell me about that. Yeah. Um, so there's the International San Francisco Floricanto Festival that happens every year. And uh, this year, I'm actually getting to curate one of the readings. Um, Yeah, it's uh, Rosas de Los Angeles, and it's a focus on uh, Black poets that are out of L.A. And um, it's just, there are people that I know that I wanted to bring up. One one of the poets actually is, uh, you know, I would say a Bay favorite, uh, Mimi Tempest, is going to be reading. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, she, she's incredible. She also has a gallery thing coming up. I, I get to read at the closing, so that's cool, too. Um, yeah, yeah that, the closing's in June, uh, but the her gallery, op- I wasn't even trying to plug this thing, but, like, Mimi's gallery thing is, uh, I think, May 17th, so yeah. go to that, too. But, yeah, the Floricanto Festival, look into it, donate to it, come to it. It's June 15th, 16th, and 17th. Excellent. And all in the mission, all up and, and down 24th mission. Street. Some great yes. venues, outdoor venues, indoor venues, lots of medicine for nightmares, lots of lots of here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have also, you know, might as well continue the plugs. You have at Medicine for Nightmares, you have this zine-making workshop on uh, the 20th and the 21st, all free, two days, just come create, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's pretty much providing the materials to be able to, like, put together, like, a zine idea type of thing um we're going to be going through some history and then like some like actual like learning how to bind them learning different zine types and like 
uh, stuff like that for two days. It'll be chill. Cool. All materials provided, but also, you know, bring your own if you want. Well, so so don't don't sleep on that, kids out there. If you're listening and you want to make some zines, get down to Medicine for Nightmares on the 20th and 21st. And uh, how about another poem? Do you got yeah, something to sure. kind of wrap up the night or or send us off scratching our heads and provoked and... Okay, I guess I will read this one just because I had it pulled up. Um, For the little brown kids, I got called Dora because of their bowl cuts. Bangs cut straight, connect one temple to the other. Upside down bowl spills a baby galaxy of thought that grows from the atoms of the first twinkle twinkle star. A crown of dandelions and pipe cleaners. A super suit made from thrift stores and hand-me-downs. Bare feet run over the blacktop through mud puddles. Ring around, ring around, ring around the dumpster divers over to the paleta man's creaking cart to the bookmobile and back. Stop at the man who runs a little market out of his house. Buy some pelon pelo ricos with a dollar from Abuelito. Celebrate the candy with a squeal. Celebrate a birthday with a piñata. Celebrate a baptism with familia. Celebrate the first day of school with that first sip of Corona. Baby's first blackout. Baby's first bar fight. Baby's first DUI, baby's first cry out to creator. Please help me change. Please make it all right. Please don't let me drink tonight. Pre-K to the school to prison pipeline. Pre-K to a five to 10 stint in La Pinta. Pre-K to court mandated AA. Pre-K to stumbling out of liquor stores anyways. And you stumble back into morning cartoons and Ninja Turtle pajamas. You're rolling down a hill while I swing up to the moon. We carry potions and create recipes for eternal youth. Where did time go as we spin in circles, fall into a kneel, and scrape knees on sidewalk murals? Wait for time to come kiss your wounds, eat your tears, and assure you, you don't got to know nothing. Thank you. That was great. That, I, I read that, but to hear it read is is brilliant. That's that's really a great poem, Soledad. Thank you for Thank sharing you. that. Um, so, um, maybe we can, uh, is there any, anything else you want to mention or talk about? I, I think we didn't even talk about acid verse, but you've been oh, yeah, involved sure. in that. And that's been a, a, a regular kind of pu- publication, second, second or third one out recently. That's the no, San yeah, Fernando Valley thing, right? Uh, it, it's an LA thing in general. It's with the Los Angeles Poet Society. Mm-hmm. Um, my editor in chief is actually from uh, East Los Angeles. I'm from the Valley, and blah blah blah. You know, it's it's an LA thing. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, Acidverse. Um, we're working on the third issue right now. Uh, the theme is like just kind of whatever you can get like inspiration off of music, and I hope people understood because apparently there was a lot of confusion. But uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're we're still we're looking through the submissions and stuff right now. We should get things like rolling pretty soon. Um, but yeah, it'll be it'll be cool. This is my first time uh, doing any tor- any sort of like editorial thing that wasn't just like casually looking at a friend's palm. But like, so I'm looking forward to that and seeing like what we can like build together. Me and my editor in chief Tori, uh, Tori Alonzo, um, is a great poet as well. And uh, you know she does she does a couple of readings every now and then out here too. But uh, yeah, so uh, acid verse issue three should be pretty dope. It'll be good. How do we how do we find that? We just search acid verse, or is there a is it uh, distributed up here, or how's that go? It's through Los Angeles Poet Society Press. So like, there's uh, the Los, An- Los Angeles Poet Society website, which is 
Los Angeles Poet Society.com or like the Instagram, which is the same, or Los Angeles Poet Society Press, which is also on Instagram. It's like all all in that like general thing. Like that's what we're running out of. Cool. Um, so maybe I don't know, do you have one more poem before we wrap up, or do we want to play Arthur Russell and talk about him, who's an amazing artist as well? We can play Arthur Russell and talk about him. <laughs> no, yeah. Tell me about why 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 this particular song, Plant of the Thought. I love the yeah, that's a beautiful song. But but why why for you? Uh it was one of the first songs that I heard from him. Um I got introduced to him by somebody that broke my heart. And, mm. but like uh this person did not realize when they showed me this man that I would become completely obsessed because like just the levels to his music are like insane. Like, how are you going to make some like weird experimental disco classical cellist thing? You know what I mean? And like, uh, it's, it, his, his music's amazing. I really connect with his lyrics as well. And just like him, like t bringing his whole farm boy thing into like this, uh, just, amalgamation of like uh it's the the disco the cello all of that and then like his uh introduction of like buddhist mantras and stuff into like i think it's uh world of echo has more of that mm -hmm. uh it's on more of the experimental side but like all of his like work uh like love is River taking me is my favorite arthur russell album i know it's not a lot of people's favorite everybody hypes up world of echo which is good but like that's not why i listen to him i like i like his more like uh disco-y like and country stuff i don't know it just appeals to me more but um yeah he's one of my favorite artists and just like you know um i i think about it all the time just kind of like oh yeah arthur russell ran away to san francisco i ran away to oakland <laughs> type yeah, of yeah. thing yeah just that like silly connection but um hopefully you're so, not yeah. going to be uh you know playing uh tablas or whatever for somebody <laughs> like alan ginsburg which he did yeah seriously <laughs> uh ginsburg paid his bills too that's what i think is really funny yeah um but yeah no yeah arthur russell is just like one of my all-time favorite like musicians and um i think he's uh he did a lot of beautiful work and he didn't get the appreciation he deserved so i like to show people him now even though like you know it's rest in peace arthur especially like uh getting caught up in the aids epidemic and stuff like it, it's just it's an emotional thing it, and mm. i just have like this big connection to him because of all these similarities i see in uh it sounds so cheesy oh my god but i, I love Arthur Russell a lot that's wonderful no i really appreciate that this choice and uh really beautiful music again thank you soledad for coming through and 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 well, reading you so your work and and yeah best of luck again that there's infinite possibilities right now to see her in the bay yeah. and so take advantage or i'm sorry to see him in the bay um, yeah uh, <laughs> screw that up but um you know please please check them out and there there's some beautiful um beautiful work uh online and there's chat books coming so we're excited for that and of course flori canto on the 15th 16th 17th did i get that right Yes. And zine making workshops on the 20th and 21st at Medicine for Nightmares. And, uh, you know, don't sleep. She may get called away to New York anytime. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so this is Arthur Russell, Planet of the Thought. Thank you again, Soledad. Thank you so much for having me. Here we go.
And that was, of course, Arthur Russell planted a thought. The choice, the poet's playlist. And uh, thanks again to Soledad Concarne for coming through and uh, reading their work and uh, having, yeah, having a nice chat about about their backgrounds and coming up through the 818 through the San Fernando Valley, um, coming to represent the Bay now and. Uh, straddling those two artistic worlds so appreciate that appreciate them for their uh, contributions and what's coming up look for those chapbooks look for the their work at uh, at the uh, floricanto festival as well as um i think they said the closing was it of uh mimi tempest's uh curated uh work at the gallery and i'm sure we'll announce that maybe next month um but i don't have it ready at hand and uh yeah in the background again andromeda thanks again for all that wild and great music can take a minute because we we slacked on uh doing some uh some underwriting thanks and curation and we got some great uh interesting music coming up that uh yeah you'll hear momentarily but first thanks to these guys Support for KXSF is provided by Rainbow Grocery, a worker-owned cooperative that has been serving San Francisco vegetarian food and providing a model for sustainable living since 1975. Rainbow is located at 1745 Folsom Street. Visit them online at rainbow.coop. KXSF would like to thank Rainbow Grocery for its continued support. Cup tars and cup cars and rock stars. I'll be on park and run far like centaur. Get shocked the Caesar from Razor Blade on my tongue. I say, sir, I made her dipped out in a dark blue Honda. No actors, Jane Fonda. And she smoked me, no wonder why. In the passenger seat, with them thunders. I dipped out in a dark blue Honda. No actors, Jane Fonda. And she with me, no wonder why. In the passenger seat, with them thunders. I'm a burst, jumping out the hearse. I was on the edge and the land in the curse. Never leaving wishes he had never been birthed. Thinking that they slick, but I know it's all rehearsed. I'm the it factor. Big dreams, crop dream, hip master. Juice with ice, which goes faster. You rehearse my crew, no actors. Oh, you throw your hat Till you seen the big boy's apparatus. Chrome palace, you knocked on my door with malice. But the hate on your face, not stylish. And every cheer was a 
people about it, so do you measure up to my toes? I've been trying to find you, so I'm looking on the floor. Show me something different, hand out your business. She said we but we never did shit. I don't discuss much from the bedroom or the four door, hella headroom. Dipped out in a dark blue Honda, no actors, Jane Fonda, and she smoked me, no wonder why. In the passenger seat with them thunder ties. Dipped out in a dark blue Honda, no actors, Jane Fonda, and she smoked me, no wonder why. In the passenger seat with them thunder Back in my back and deep in it, me and a wrong wrong, I'm wrong like this. What did they then? Might talk three, I ain't even gon' front, they then different. Try before you buy life is do or die. Sometimes you don't even know what you gon' like. Lightning in the air, raining thunder thighs. Good God Almighty, praise the love of skies. You <laughs> can't breathe like me. You don't know what I D.I.D. P.Y.T. Stick, I'm a P.Y.T. Earthly author when I rewrite me. Booking nuts, bitch, get off my D. Q.A.M.P. 2 is we. Coke so dope, let me smoke my weed. You not high body, you just high on yourself. You not deep pockets, no, you begging for well. Put a couple notches, tighten up on your bell. Put a couple notches, tighten up on your bell. Dipped out in a dark blue Honda. No actors, Jane Fonda. And me, no wonder why. In the passenger seat with them thunder ties. Dipped out in a dark blue Honda. No actors, Jane Fonda. And with me, no wonder why. In the passenger seat with them thunder
The Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence is a leading-edge order of queer nuns. Since their first appearance in San Francisco on Easter Sunday, 1979, the sisters have devoted themselves to community service, ministry, and outreach to those on the edges and to promoting human rights, respect for diversity, and spiritual enlightenment. The sisters believe all people have the right to express their unique joy and beauty, and they use humor and irreverent wit to expose the forces of bigotry, complacency, and guilt that chain the human spirit. For more information, go to thesisters.org. Thank you, Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, and thank you all out there in Radio Land for tuning in and hanging out with us here on the Frequency Uplift for a first Sunday Night's Poet, Sunday, May 7th, 2023, before... Uh, let's carry on. What we heard was, and in the background, the incredible Oakland band Jazz Mafia with the Realistic Orchestra uh, featuring Adam Thies on trombone and, I believe, arrangements. Also featuring Dan Neville. That was uh, Parenthesis, just out. Just out on Jazz Mafia Collective Records, JMC Records. And then before that, new music from an artist new to me that I just dug into Really um, interesting filmmaker as well as a video artist and kind of all all over singer. Um, their band, the band Aroma, R-O, capital M-A. And a great kind of a, a collaborative song out of a, out of a, 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 how do we want to call it? Like a uh, young people's creation support group called Camp Records, Q-A-M-P. They basically assemble a diverse crew of folks who never met each other and put out an album in the space of three days. Everybody gets together and collaborates uh, from drill to soul. And that was a experimental drill trap, a drill uh, track <laughs> from Aroma called Jane Fonda. And as you can tell, I had to doctor that a little bit to make it playable here at KXSFLP San Francisco, 102.5 FM. But a great track. Dig it up. Look it for uh, their videos. Um, Aroma, for sure, coming up. And uh, that more or less brought us back to the last break. And I want to uh, carry on and again say that uh, we are excited, you know, this we're starting to do a lot more live music, and KXSF is uh, been doing uh, Sunday live sessions, and you should check those out. Wasn't a live or a, a brand new live one, probably a rewind today. I didn't check in obviously, so I don't know what was played. But uh, next week on the 14th, 3 to 4 p.m., Lance Laswell will be throwing down live in studio here, so you should check them out. Um, and every, every Sunday, it's amazing stuff. We've had uh, the Mission District's Aguapura through and uh, Colectivo Calle Son. Just talking about the neighborhood bands, at least my neighborhood bands. Check it out. Check out our website. If you can, kick us down some support. There's a beautiful donate button there shining all ready for you to press it. And we would most surely appreciate that. 
Thanks for tuning in. Going to carry on with some of the music that I chose on my personal playlist. Some new music from incredible, long-standing ba- band out of the UK, collaborating with Ghana's Ngoni player King Ayesoba. This is African Head Charge and King Ayesoba. A bad attitude here on KXSFLP San Francisco. Yeah, man. A bad attitude is like a flat tire. You can't go anywhere until you change it. Bye. 
Reach out and take my humble love. Reanimate your humble love. We aim to aid with humble love. By now we should be flying in the humble love. Support for KXSF FM comes from Dress San Francisco, a fashion boutique located in the heart of the city's Marina District. Dress carries a wide range of contemporary clothing and jewelry designs with collections and styles to fit any occasion, from work to weekend and daytime to nighttime. Dress is located at 2271 Chestnut Street between Scott and Pierce. Shop in-store or online at DressSanFrancisco.com. Thank you for your support of San Francisco Community Radio. Thank you, Dress. Thank you, Dress SF, for supporting San Francisco Community Radio, KXSFLP, San Francisco, 102.5 FM. Uh, let me tell you what we heard before we go off. Some uh, In the background, again, one of my favorite musicians excited for her new release coming out soon. This is the third single, I think, uh, in advance of that. Michelle Andege Ocello's, you know, Rad, rad bass player, just amazing artist all around. But uh, her her uh, new single from the album soon out on uh, on Blue Note Records. We're hearing we heard the Fifth Dimension, featuring Brooklyn's vocal trio, the Hot Plates. That's all one word: H A W T Plates. Vocal trio, kind of yeah. Well, as you heard mixing up and making experimental music of all kinds and uh, really an amazing release there. Anyway, before that, Rise in Power, Tony Allen, drummer for, of course, Fela, the heartbeat of, of Afrobeat, really, passed. But uh, some archival sessions done, I think, in 2018 with the Jazz's Dead crew out of L.A., Adrian Young and Ali Shaheed Muhammad, the Jazz's Dead crew, Jazz's Dead 18, the first single released off of that, Don't Believe the Dancers. So, yeah, Tony Allen again coming through posthumously, but what a great track from the Jazz's Dead crew. Before that, Lakeisha Benjamin, the incredible work, The Phoenix. This, I haven't, surprisingly, I haven't played this track yet. Or on Whirlwind recordings out earlier this year, Blast featuring the poet and OG. Sonia Sanchez. And then before that, at the beginning of the last break, we were hearing uh, African Head Charge out of the UK, uh, a bad attitude uh, upcoming album from uh, them, Mr. Mr. Anderson, as well as King Aisoba, the uh, Ghanaian uh, Ngoni maestro. And uh, that album, A Trip to Bolgatanga, of course, up there. In northern Ghana, from on you, from on you sound, yeah, soon, soon, soon come, soon out, and that brings us back to the last break. KXSFLP San Francisco. I want to give some props. Speaking of Tony Allen and other amazing drummers, uh, I want to uh, play this and talk about really an incredible second international release from this drummer from um, Cape Town. South Africa, Asher Gamedzi, Turbulence and Pulse is the release just out on Friday on, um, I, uh, 
I guess it's international anthem. Now that I think about it, um, no, it's is it the Mushroom Hour Half Hour? Well, we'll see. Um, I'm going to look at my notes momentarily, but uh, some really amazing work from really a, a an activist and a cultural worker deep in um, various uh, community struggles there in Cape Town and in South Africa. Um, and I think we will play. Yes, one of one of those releases. Uh, this is Underground Formation from Turbulence and Pulse, Asher Gamedze, the whole album worth a listen, and I'm sure we'll play some more. This is Asher Gamedze. KXSF, the frequency uplift.
KXS FLP 102.5 FM San Francisco. This has been the Frequency Uplift and Out.